This is the NBL Show. Play NBL Fantasy for free. You could win $5,000 plus daily prizes at nbl.com.au slash fantasy. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the NBL Show for another week. Sam Hargraves joined, as always, by NBL champion Peter Hawley. Heaps to get through. It was a massive round of NBL. There is big news to cover. Pete Hawley's the best man to do that with. Hello, mate. Uh, G'day, mate. Yeah, a lot of news. And we're heating up. Finals just around the corner. Absolutely. Uh, So round 18, done and dusted. Round 19 starts tonight. Illawarra and Melbourne United. Uh, Melbourne United coming off a loss in their last game. Uh, Illawarra needing wins, and they've got three in a row. So we'll talk about that coming up. We'll speak Josh Giddy as well. Sydney have made a shock change at the head coaching position. We'll have a chat about that, and we'll preview and review uh, the games that have been and the games that are to come. But before we do that, special guest and timely to have him on. We said last week, Pete, that it was a big round 18 for South East Melbourne mm. Phoenix. They were in the top four, but needed to get some wins against quality opposition. Well, they started out getting a 91-82 to 82 win over New Zealand. Uh, they then got 106-77 to 77 win over Cairns. I was there that night. They were super impressive. And then the throwdown win over Melbourne United, 94-83. to 83. That was the win they really needed to have just to reassert some premiership claims and uh, largely due to the performances of this man, Kiefer Sykes, who's been good enough to jump on the line. Born and raised Chicago and now applying his trade in the NBL after playing all through Europe. He's a superstar and he's been good enough to jump on the line. Kiefer, hello to you. Hello, man. How are you, man? Thanks for the introduction. Uh, it's It's an absolute pleasure. You guys really looked like this round was an important round for you. Three big games Almost playing back to back, three really big wins. It was it was phenomenal for the Phoenix. Yeah, it was great for us. Uh, we didn't have to travel. It was here in Melbourne. Uh, we we played a lot of basketball here in Melbourne. Um, you know, we had a nice break right before that. So, um, yeah, man, we were ready. We knew that, like you said, it was a big test for us. And uh, with a lot of players coming back healthy, a lot of players, you know, been sacrificing for us this season, playing well. Uh, we just wanted to hold that position. So, um, yeah, was able to get some big wins. Uh, offensively, you know, we put up a lot of big numbers. We have a lot of guys contributing. Uh, was able to rebound, play defense, and uh, just, you know, build our chemistry, continue to build chemistry. So, you know, it's, it's great for us, obviously, like you said, with everything being timely. Well, it did feel like a bit of a make-or-break round for you guys. Three games in just a matter of a few days. And starting off with the Breakers and then Cairns, two games you really you had to win. You, you, to really make finals and launch this championship, so you had to get that done. But I want to talk about that throwdown. After three, day, uh, three games in six days, the big test against Melbourne United sitting at the top of the ladder, you guys never looked like losing that game. Must have walked away really happy with that performance. Yeah, um... You know, I actually we haven't even been in yet to see the film. Uh, haven't really been to see the guys, but you know, obviously, it definitely was a, a big a big week for us. Uh, I mean, for me, it was good. I just want to play basketball, so you know, we had three and five days, uh, kind of sort of like the NBA feel. And like I said, they were all at home, so it was definitely big for us to win in front of our home fans, uh, win against the crosstown team. And like I said, to put up big numbers and everybody, you know, perform and you know, be able to pitch in. Um, you know, it was definitely good for our club, our staff. Every win is big for our club. You know, we, we've only been around for two years, and uh, we're looking to make the finals this year. How does it you, – you talked a bit about building that team chemistry now. Because you have so many games in such a little period without 
being able to practice. How has that been? You've had a lot of those injuries to do with guys coming in and out and now trying to find what rotations work. Everybody has to kind of, kind of contribute in different ways. How does all that going down? Uh, I think we've just been blessed to have um, a lot of talented players, good players. Um, you know, that's really the coach's job is to just manage, mm. you know, all the guys. But, yeah, health-wise, once we're healthy. But, um, you know, health-wise, we had a lot of guys step up and you was able to see, you know, how talented we we could be, and we still have even Kendall Stevens coming back. And, uh, you know, Dane, we've been missing for a lot of time. You know, he would have been a great, mm-hmm. you know, present for us, you know, in that big spot versus guys like Humphreys throughout the season. Um, you know, a lot of these guys in the front court, like Jock Rondale. But, um, you know, like I said, we got we got a lot of talented guys. So um, it's, just, it's just been great for all of us to be able to step up and, and help. And it's easy to gain chemistry. You know, you're playing with guys who are on the U.S. Australian team, you know, uh, broke off. Uh, Creek, you know, guys of that caliber coming back. Cam, Cal, these guys been doing it for years years out. So, um, Coach has done a good job. The club has done a good job in getting good players, and we've been putting it together. You know, being all of us that's been, you know, having a good season and having an impact. Uh, we're speaking to Kiefer Sykes, uh, point guard for the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix on the NBL show. Kiefer, you mentioned you're just wanting to chip in. Well, I think you've been doing just a little yes. bit more than that. You've been quite modest there. 21 points for New Zealand. You had 16 and four assists against Cairns. But then your game against Melbourne was uh, was just instrumental to that win. 26 points and six assists. And when we talk about chemistry, a big part in basketball of chemistry, when you do have so many guys who on their night can step up and, and be the man, knowing when it's your turn and, and when it's someone else's time is, is crucial in that chemistry. Um, how do you guys identify that during a game, whether it be yourself and Mitch, because he played a great support role and we know how multifaceted he can be in the way that he can play. But how do you guys acknowledge that within a game? Yeah, um, that's like you said. That's one of the things that's um, really special um, when you got guys that can play at a high level with other guys. Like you said, um, you know, a lot of guys can play well with weaker teams, uh, with less talent, where they have uh, more more responsibility. But uh, for our team, it could be any guy, and it was different guys on each night. You know, Cam Glennon off an off a hip injury, you know, with 12 points. You know, a, a big game for versus Cairns for us. You know, making defensive plays. Uh, Cal with back to back good games. Um, you know, it's just like we, we when you have talented guys that uh, could play really well, it's, it's just easy for us to, you know, you know, figure that out down the stretch of games. We're going to continue to be able to do that, and it's going to continue to be a different person. Like I said, Brokoff is an explosive player. He's going to have big numbers. Creek is going to have big numbers. Ben has big big numbers. Yanni is one of the best rookies. So, um, you know, it, it's, just, it's just a testament to just how special this team is where, you know, you have to be able to still contribute, you know, offensively and defensively and hold each other accountable when you got that talent. Uh, that's kind of why people have been trying to say we're inconsistent, but uh, we're strong in that skill and just how special you are is going to continue to show as we go on. Well, we all get to see the depth on display every single night, but give us a little insight to the practice. Now, you are playing yourself a phenomenal shooter, but playing alongside some of the best shooters we've seen in the league, Cam Glidden, uh, Ryan Brokoff now, and even Adam Gibson, Kyle Ladner. Who's the best shooter on the team? And when it comes down to the practice after uh, little com- uh, competitions here and there, who wins more often than not? And feel free to say yourself, because I've seen you knock down a lot in succession. <laughs> yeah, um... I mean, yeah, I, I like to knock down timely shots, but as far as shooters, like I said, we got a bunch of guys that can knock down shots, and uh, you know, you could bet on them and probably end up winning. 
But, you know, Brokoff, obviously, is a really great shooter. I've seen him since I was in college. You know, he was an upperclassman when I was a lower classman in the same conference. So I've been seeing him, you know, in his prime, and like I said, just the, the ability he brought from the league to now. You know, Creek has been an improved shooter, which has expanded his game this year is what I'm hearing. So, you know, Kyle, obviously, great shooter. Cam, great shooter we run plays for. Um, I mean, we I mean, we, we all can shoot the ball, but... <laughs> I don't know. I would have to give it to Cam or Rowdy or or Cal. One of those three. I'm not even sure. I can't even pick. <laughs> Your ladder sit on the fence there. You did mention Ryan Brockoff, same conference. So were you around when he hit that game winner uh, in the conference championship? Yeah, that game? was versus my team. There you go. Oh, oh Pete, come on. There you <laughs> go. We invite a man that onto our low- show, and you want to rub salt <laughs> into an old wound. He actually, well, he eclipsed, oh, then I took over the mantle of the conference game winners. So that's oh. the one thing I've got on Ryan Brockoff. Mine, mine was on ESPN longer. <laughs> yeah, I'm, ha- I'm happy with teammates now, man. <laughs> he was a senior, so he needed to win that year, so... I had to tip my hat to him, and then I was happy he was done. I had two more years, and I was able to win, you know, player of the year. But, man, he, he was definitely the player of the year and was taking that team far, man. He was, that was his, that, you know, that was when he was carrying that workload, man. It was great to see. Kiefer, we've got to let you go, but uh, are you loving your time in Melbourne? Yeah, it's all good, man. Just uh, focus on winning basketball games. Uh, you know, I missed a chunk of time, so I'm excited to continue to show people um, you know, what I'm able to do. You know, we got two more home games, so, you know, we'll probably have one more home game for sure. Where? Uh, finishing, you know, top four. Where have Already, you... Already uh, get these games going to, in Melbourne. Sorry to interrupt you there. Where, whereabouts have you settled in Melbourne? Where Where are you residing? Uh, right now I'm in Port Melbourne. Oh, that's Ooh, a nice place. Very nice. You've done well, well there, uh, and we wouldn't begrudge you that. You've been a star since you've arrived here, and we're loving having you in the country as part of the league, and we thank you for being on the show tonight, mate. Good luck with what's to come. The bullet this sure. round. Shout out to South, South East Melbourne Phoenix. Uh, there he goes, Kiefer Sykes. He's been phenomenal uh, since joining the league. Uh, what an addition he's been for the South East Melbourne Phoenix. And you, get the, you get the feeling Pete Hooley, that if they're to go deep, uh, he will be one of the big guns that needs to be firing. Uh, and he certainly was doing that in that three-game stretch in the last round. So we've got plenty more still to discuss on the NBL show. Sam Hargraves, Pete Hooley with you. And you can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL on Viceland, ESPN, SBS On Demand and Twitch. All games before 7.30. They're on SBS Viceland. All games after. They're on ESPN. All games on SBS On Demand and Twitch. Back with more after this. You're listening to the NBL Show. Play NBL Fantasy for free. You could win $5,000 plus daily prizes at nbl.com.au slash fantasy. Welcome back to the NBL Show. Sam Hargraves, NBL champ, Peter Hooley. Uh, Pete, you're doing the game tonight, so we're wrapped to have you here. We'll talk about that in just a moment, but let's work through some of the big news stories uh, of the week in terms of the NBL, and they don't come much bigger than Josh Giddy. Oh yeah, they've Sydney King uh, Sydney Kings. We'll How talk good about am I them. Going? <laughs> we'll talk about them. Adelaide thirty six is he's been shut down, um, which is the right call. Uh they mathematically can't make finals and they had a little bit of a chance there and just the weird timing. It's probably been off the back of his worst performance, which has been an anomaly so far this season with how good he's been. But the right decision. Got to focus on the draft now. Can't take any risks. There's no point in going for anything. Um, I don't think he can really put his draft stock any higher. How good has he been this year? And uh, we look forward to seeing that preparation go for him, a bit more muscle on, and then go into the NBA. 
You mentioned this last week when I said, well, how long have we got him for? And you said, as long as they're still in the hunt, mm. he will still play because you can tell how committed he is. That's just the character of the young man. But uh, I heard him speaking on SEN today. He was speaking to Dwayne Russell and he just said, well, it was a mutual thing when both parties sort of looked at it and said, well, it's really unlikely now that we'll play finals. They all, And this is what I love. This is, this is one of the things, and it's a real tip of the cap to the 36ers. We've got to give them a heap of credit. Self-interest would have them say, well, no, stay here because we can sell tickets off the back of you and singlets off the back of you and, and all this kind of stuff. But what I love about the league at the moment is it understands its place in the basketball world. Mm. It knows that for it to be a successful league, we need success stories like Josh Giddy to come from here, to go over there, to make a name for themselves and to play well so that when anyone asks, hey, where'd that guy come from? From the NBL. So the league really understands its place in the basketball universe uh, and does everything in line with that. It doesn't stomp up and down. It doesn't have a tanty, oh, we lost a player, we lost a player, like you see some lower leagues do when uh, their best players get taken. They understand, Pete, exactly what the focus is, what the priority is, and what their place is, I think, it is a testament to the competition. It is. And yeah, exactly right. You've just got to look for the future and look after his stock and, and what he's trying to get at. And that was the whole point of this year. And the Next Stars program is to come in, get your stock as high as it can go, yep. and then don't do anything silly to damage that. And uh, they shouldn't have lost that game to the Hawks, which really hurt them as their finals chances. But they would have had one more chance if they could beat the Kings and continue to roll on the wins. Didn't win that either. So it was the perfect time to say, you know what, Josh, now you focus on your career. We're so happy with what you've done. You've played tremendously well. And good luck for the next part of it. He see, he succeeds, we succeed. The the bigger picture mm-hmm. is is so well seen by Larry Kesselman, Jeremy Laliga. The whole competition deserves a pat on the back, but especially the thirty sixes because it's selfless of them. But they do it because they get it. Um, your number? Where's he going? Just give me a number. Nine. Ten. Oh, okay. We'll see how we go. Yep. I just got a nice. Even... My favorite number seven. So I'm training it to seven, just for a lot of it depends. Oh, on well, the... my favorite number is nine, so I'll go nine. You so go of... seven, I'll go nine. A lot of it depends on the draft lottery as well. Which team goes where? Because that changes everything, doesn't it? Congratulations to the Perth Wildcats oh, uh, too. Thirty uh, fifth season in a row that they have qualified for finals. We talk about other sports often in your job and and in my job. We should more and more put this com- – This it, it's probably a disservice and a disrespect to this organisation that they don't come into the conversation more about the greatest sporting franchises in the history of this country. We talk Melbourne Storm if we're talking outside AFL, um, but we don't really spend enough time just – Bathing in, or acknowledging, or reveling in this in this sustained success of the Perth Wildcats. It is absurd, isn't it? They breed success, and what they've built, the culture every single year. I mean, a lot of us, including myself, we weren't sure if they were going to make finals this year. We thought they lost three of their best players. The streak's over. It's been a good run, and they just found a way not only just to make the finals, to make it with three weeks to go. They had that cemented, and they're one of the most successful, just continuing success in the world. You talk about sport, professional sport. All Blacks, they're up there with that kind of category of every yep. single year you just expect greatness from them and they deliver. And huge credit to them, everybody involved. It's from top to bottom and I love everything that they go about their business. And if, I tell you what, if you're a young kid and get just a chance to just be start your career or anything at Perth, you're going to end or leave there a much better person and player than when you entered. What's happened at Sydney? So yeah. saw the announcement during the week that the Sydney Kings and Adam Ford, the coach who took over from Will Weaver, who got a chance to be an assistant at the NBA level uh, with the Rockets. Yes. Yeah, so and uh, now Adam Ford is uh, is no longer a Sydney King. Hadn't even got through uh, his first year. Well, no, he'll finish out the season. He'll finish out but, the but, season. But you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, until they made that announcement. 
Yeah, it's going to be a mutual parting way. So it's a very interesting one in the timing of it for the Sydney Kings. I think he's an outstanding coach and um, for personal reasons or whatever. I know his family's, I think, still out west. So they've got some things to figure out. And uh, there might be a bit of a coaching carousel going on at the end of this. This is going to be short off season. So mm. who knows? And we speak about a chance that he could end up. Brisbane Bullets are looking for a new head coach with Lamana stepping down at the end of the year. So there's going to be options of where Adam Ford ends up. But yeah, really disappointing just overall because I thought you take out the uh, New Zealand Breakers in terms of adversity faced. The Kings faced the most adversity this year by a mile. We're going to speak about the, the Breakers in just a moment. Um, but so Adam Ford has is really highly regarded. Andre Alamanis, you mentioned, he's going to Japan. Mm. So you wonder whether there's a, an automatic fit there for him. But your belief is that he will find a head coaching role somewhere. Yeah, for sure. I think, I mean, there's probably going to be a phone call from Brisbane straight away once they see that, just to see what his plans are, what he's thinking. Um, oh, he's a tremendous coach, tremendous person. Uh, and what he's dealt with to still have wins and still be in a chance to make the finals with the most adversity in terms of injuries and what they've dealt with. Big credit to him, and I look forward to seeing whatever's next, and hopefully it's the right move for him. We'll give you the results from uh, round 18 in just a moment, and we'll have a quick look at round 19 as well. But can we just take a moment to thank the New Zealand Breakers? Um, beautiful scenes when they were able to get home this week. But what I loved was that from Larry Kesselman to anybody who's anybody involved in the NBL, um, even my boss, Hutchie, uh, tweeted during the week as well, that we owe them a debt of gratitude. We owe them a massive thank you for everything they sacrificed in getting getting on the road in December to do their pre-season uh, over in Australia. They haven't been home since. They've been sent here, there, and everywhere. It's been a tough year for them. They've had some big wins. They haven't been able to string them all together, uh, but they've certainly racked up some frequent fly miles and a heap of time away from home, and, and that we don't won't ever really know because we haven't been able to walk in their shoes. I can't only imagine how tough that's been for them. They've missed birthdays. They've missed so much family time. We, we owe them a... a, a I don't. I've run out of words to mm. say, but we we owe them an incredible um, acknowledgement and appreciation. Well said. Um, December fifteenth, I believe, is when they flew in, yep. uh, and now they just got to go home the other day. They get to play at home on Thursday. Just incredible uh, from every single one of them, support staff, coaching, all the families back home as well. You just can't say thank you enough because uh, without them, the season wouldn't have gone ahead, would it? It would have been very interesting to see what could have happened and they were the ones who had to do it the hardest and um, would have loved to see them make finals just with what they've dealt with. But to be able to still have some success the way they've done mm. it, uh, very impressive and uh, big kudos to all of them. Uh, two wins in a row against Perth, and we've just been lauding Perth, and as we mm. should, that just goes to show you what they're capable of on their best night in New Zealand. They play Sydney uh, on Thursday night. I hope it's a, I hope it's a sellout. I hope it's oh, as it big a, yeah. uh, the biggest crowd that they could possibly mm. get. Uh, pack them into the rafters, um, and, and, and I know that the Breakers fans will get behind them. Just quickly, the results uh, for Round 18 before we have a look at Round 19. So Illawarra 71 over the 36-66. South East Melbourne 91-82 over New Zealand. Brisbane 93-70 over the Kings. That's a massive win. Brisbane stay in the hunt for finals. Perth 91-99 lost to Melbourne. They uh, uh, got back on the in the winner's circle. Did Melbourne United um, the game before that, but this was a win they needed to have over in Perth 99-91 for Melbourne United. South East Melbourne 106-77 over the, the Taipans. Brisbane uh, then went down by 12 points to Perth, uh, 90 to 102. Illawarra 73 to 71, the two-point thriller over New Zealand. Melbourne lost to South East Melbourne Phoenix in the throwdown, 83 to 94. Sydney were 10-point winners over Adelaide, which put a 
put pay to their finals hopes, 85 to 75, and Cairns lost 78 to 89 against Perth, who have won four out of their last five now. So the lad at Melbourne United, 23 wins, uh, a one win clear of Perth on 22 after 30 games each. 31 games, South East Melbourne Phoenix have won 17. They sit two games clear of Illawarra in third, Hawks in fourth, Kings on level wins, one extra game that they've played. So they are just outside that four, and the Bullets are a couple of games back would be the only realistic chance of, of making that because they've got three games in hand over the Adelaide 36ers, New Zealand then, and Cairns uh, to round out the table. Before we finish up, Pete, uh, give us uh, the couple of your games that you're looking forward to seeing most. Tonight you've got Illawarra and Melbourne. That should be a cracker. Well, that's going to be huge because, as you said, Illawarra it kind of fates in their own hands. They've just got to keep winning games and doing it the right way. Melbourne United looking to bounce back after a poor throwdown. So tonight's going to be an absolutely huge matchup. And then any of those final implications, the Bullets taking on Perth, uh, on Wednesday, that's another one that your Bullets, they're playing some good basketball, but they just can't get over the line against the really good team. So yep. need to do that so they can try and sneak into the finals once again. Uh, the other one I'm looking forward to, and just, just to be able to have see them back it up after a great week, South East Melbourne Phoenix, who I must thank because they uh, they had myself and the wonderful Evie as guests mm. uh, on Friday night uh, in the big win against Cairns, and they really looked after us, and we appreciate that greatly. They said you emptied the bar, mate. That's not true. <laughs> I, I left a couple. Um <laughs> But big thank you to them. Uh, the other one that I think uh, would be a, a really good game in this round will be um, then Melbourne United uh, and Brisbane later in the round as well. Uh, these, if, if if last week was as big a week as well for South East Melbourne, this is the week for the Bullets. Mm-hmm. They've got three games in this round. They got to win all three. Yep, exactly right. Uh, they are a little bit out of behind the eight ball, so you've got to make sure you... And they're all good teams, so you have to come out, deliver, show that you belong, and then come next week, we might be talking about a different-looking uh, finals picture. Speaking of next week, I'll see you then. Always, mate. Always a pleasure. Uh, absolutely. NBL show done and dusted for another week. We'll be same back, same bat time, same bat channel next week. And don't forget, you can watch the Hungry Jacks NBL on SBS Viceland, ESPN, SBS On Demand and Twitch, all games before 7.30, SBS Viceland, all games after ESPN, all games streamed on SBS On Demand and Twitch. If you missed any tonight's show, including our chat with Kiefer Sykes from the South East Melbourne Phoenix, scn.com.au. You'll be able to get the podcast or go to mbl.com.au for all your fixturing, all your tickets. That's where you'll get every bit of info you need. Sporting Capital continues on the other side of this. Our Royal Flush for the weekend's game. Your best five card hand, the best five performances from round nine of AFL action. We'll do that next on the Sporting Capital.